When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. All right. Our Lane Kiffin audio today is brought to you by Mosquito Joe. Now's the time. Look at the weather. Get your patio or deck outside courtyard area right. Powered by jackson.mosquitojoe.com. Jackson.mosquitojoe.com. Also, if you have an existing misting system or need one installed, Mosquito Joe can service that or install it. Powered by jackson.mosquitojoe.com. Mississippi State with the Series win seven in a row. That just, nobody can explain it. Um, I mean, I think Charlie Winfield hit on it earlier where Charlie said, hey, it's it's mental. It's getting to the point where, or not getting to the point, it's been like this since Jake Mangum that uh, somehow, some way, they find a way to get it done in the eighth and ninth inning. I mean, Jake Mangum went over to Oxford. Was it his freshman or sophomore year? Sophomore. Sophomore year and threw like, Five innings? Yeah. And he, because Canazero was down so many pitchers, he went in the dugout earlier in the week and said, did anybody pitch in high school? Gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Winners win. Well, I, Jake Mangum, baby. And he is one of the <laughs> biggest winners to ever go through this state. And we've had a lot of them, different teams. But from, it's improbable. From D1 to SWAC to, to JUCO. It's not, it's, it's, 21 and 6 since the start of the calendar year in 2016. There it's just not it's not realistic because there's not that type of talent discrepancy. They're even talented teams and at times almost has been the more talented team over the last 8 years. And yet you're 21 and 6 and you don't have a series win. And and don't do you feel like the bloom is off the I mean you still won a national championship. It's beautiful. It's great memories. It's unbelievable. It's the run was amazing. You still had to go regional, super regional Omaha. But I, I feel like we're right. I, I've been living this for a long time. We're right back where we were, aren't we? That's what you were going to say. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Ole Miss fans have been talking about that kind of under the shadows because if you actually think about it, last year was really, really bad until it wasn't. 
Right. And I think some Ole Miss fans, it's uh, it's what we it's what we talk about with addiction. You can you can be a cigarette smoker and you stop smoking forever, and then all of a sudden you pick it back up and it's like you're right back where you started. I think Ole Miss fans are the same thing. All that like shiny love for Bianca because you you got the dog pile, which is incredible and should never be understated. It wore off immediately because you're right back where you felt like you were before they went on that run. The question to me is, does it matter? He's got a huge fat contract. He's not going anywhere. No, 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 no. He's not going anywhere. He got maxed out, which you had to do. Because he won a national Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you dogpiled. You were the last team, and he got maxed out for four years. Now, you also see some pieces where you're like, but, you know, Ole Miss had the more veteran-laden lineup this weekend, Blake. Look behind the plate. Okay. Look on the mound on Friday. Yep. Look at shortstop. You know, he's best shortstop to ever play at Ole Miss. And I, I know there were some more famous names prior to him. And not that they weren't good. But he's best player. He and Dakota Jordan, best players in the stadium. And it's really not close over the weekend. Chatney's been there eight years. And several others. Um... And I know that Bianco has been a recruiting animal, along with Lafferty and Clement, but damn. All right, let's switch gears to Lane Train. Um, I mean, 6-21? and 21? How do you, I don't even get it. All right. Lane Train uh, over the weekend was, uh, again, his audio bites are delicious. And this is Lane uh, post-scrimmage on his evaluation of QB play this spring. But I thought all three guys made plays, made out of rhythm, competitive plays. I thought early there was some really good in rhythm timing plays, especially some passes to the backs, and so. And then they made some as it went along. You could see the heat, the tempo, wear down in the defense, and guys make a lot of plays when the defense defensive rush was tired. So the idea was in the off season to improve that room make it competitive, bring guys in. So um, it's not just competitive like everybody thinks, you know, for the first spot. It just makes you have a better room. You know, I made the analogy yesterday <clears throat> when people say, well, you know, why do you go add these guys the only one quarterback plays at a time? And I said, well, okay, well, do you like having really good, you know, pitchers in a, on a baseball team? You know, you like having more than one. So um, I think it's really, really good that we have three guys that all – did some really good things today. There you go. Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders, Walker Howard. All big day in a spring game scrimmage. And there's got to be an odd man out. It's not going to be kumbaya once, once it's just game, one dude's playing, Type deal. He's playing Madden, isn't he? Absolutely. I mean, isn't this, this is, he's treating this like these players don't have the opportunity to do something else. Like he just signed them and they're just stuck there and he's going to just keep these three guys and, uh, oh, the roster's better. I mean, we got three. At the end, the pitching analogy, you have five pitchers because five pitchers pitch. Well, the pitching analogy was a bad analogy because you just, what you just said, on, on some games you have three to six guys throwing a game. You going to rotate Dart and Sanders through the season? Well, you can for the first game, and then it gets real. I mean, Tulane is obviously Ole Miss should win, and you would 
think win handily. And just because Tulane's coming off of this amazing year, those type programs don't do that again. Mm-hmm. But you can play all three against Mercer if they're still there. No, I don't know how that's going to work or look over the summer. And then at Tulane, you know, it's just a different deal this year from the games that you drew last year. Because before you know it, Alabama's the fourth week, LSU's the fifth week, and Arkansas's the sixth week of the season. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I'm not a fan of the whole adage of if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. I don't believe that. I just don't get having three quarterbacks. Oh, the two is is brilliant. Only. Brilliant. Because Walker Howard is your backup to me makes total sense. Yeah, and he, it, he's got all the tools and all that. So who do you think wins it? We've, we've now had the spring game. All three were marvelous yesterday or Saturday. So is Jackson Dart, who Lane continues. Lane is very NFL. Lane continues to talk only about Jackson Dart. Right. Love to see the progression of Jackson Dart. Thought Jackson Dart and uh, Quinshawn Judkins looked really good together. Love, love the way Jackson Dart's taking his first year to second year. Can step. Spencer Sanders win this job starting August third? That's the question. And over twenty five practices going into Mercer, and is Lane pointing everything at Jackson for the specific purpose of keep him happy and take the the attention off of who will actually be the starter? Spencer Sanders. Lane's an NFL guy, and he's also a very sometimes to his own detriment, cerebral guy. Right. Thinks he's very cerebral right. sometimes when he's not. And maybe this is that NFL adage of, we love Anthony Richardson. We love Anthony Richardson. We love Anthony Richardson. <laughs> and then we draft Bryce, Chan- you know, right. Bryce Young. Yeah. Right. I- I'm just wondering if Lane's taken that approach by talking about Jackson Dart to such lengths. Uh, how about Lane Kiffin on wide receiver Chris Marshall from A&M? And I quote, instead of a program where you huddle and wait 35 seconds to snap it, we've got to get him to get the ball to the official. We've got to teach him to do things our way. It's really despicable. Taking shots at Jimbo? Taking more shots at Jimbo Fisher. And I'm here for it. Uh, The audio bites today. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. Make outside fun again. And don't be, you know, slapping your ankles and your neck. Jackson.MosquitoJoe.com That's Jackson.MosquitoJoe.com show is also brought to you by the amazing breakfast sandwiches at Fleetway Market. Yes, Mississippi State had a football spring game. Somebody was uh, being a little snarky on the Ag Up equipment text line that we were only dropping lane train audio throughout the... Well, the reason is um, they scored so many points and Lane has three quarterbacks that are all capable of starting. And, you know, Ole Miss made a big splash with adding two more to a room that already had a guy who's good. He may not be great, but also there wasn't great around him. Uh, you know, Ole Miss hasn't had that uh, 
special wide receiver since Elijah Moore. Um, I mean, I know Drummond and Sanders were good two years ago, but a lot of that was Matt Corral. And then this past year, you know, Mingo and Heath are, are nice players, but we're not we're not talking about A.J. Brown or Elijah Moore. That's why we decided to drop. And Lane is just, he's fun. I mean, he's great. I mean, look, Arnett's talkative and got a great personality. Um, but when it comes to Lane and he's so dry but entertaining and he'll take shots at, at people. He has history. That's, yeah. Yeah, so so Arnett doesn't have that. Um, others in the league don't do that. And Kiffin already mixed it up with uh, Jimbo Fisher last year, and then he just did it again this year. So, he's he. I'm here for that kind of. I mean, Tony Vitalo and and Dave Van Horn couldn't get after it this weekend because Arkansas was their daddy. I mean, <laughs> sweep broom, <laughs> and Tony's running hot up there in tennis. That Lamborghini and being single in Knoxville. Um, Tony's running, he's running hotter than Ogeron single. Is Lane the best coach in the league right now, though, in terms of clips and sound bites and interactions? Yes, because Billy Napier's boring. Yep. Saban's boring. Saban's pretty damn boring. Kirby doesn't Brian really Kelly's boring. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo's pretty fun. Sam Pittman's, you know, he's just, he's good. But he's sticky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, nobody, nobody knows who the Missouri guy is. Nobody cares about the Kentucky guy. Nobody knows who Clark Lee Ford is. He, he owns 12 Ford dealerships in, you know, middle to northern Tennessee and Kentucky. Yeah. And, you know, the so Shane Beamer's trying to be a little. He's actually got some mojo going on. They're like 11th or 12th in recruiting. And he takes shots at Tennessee and Clemson and everyone yeah, else he, he can. Now, I don't know how long. Hey, more power to Shane. I mean, he's extended his deal. Longer than a lot of people thought. Uh, and he's kind of got the Sam Pittman but younger thing going. And it may work. He's, but he's very, relate, you know, relatability to the players. And he gets all into the hype. And But he's an East coach and he's South Carolina. So for the purposes of audio bites, it's not quite nothing. the same. Kirby Smart's boring. Yeah. So there, I just went through Freeze the is the only guy who could get to the late. Freeze, now that he's back in Auburn. When, it's, when the wins start coming, don't you think the quotes will start coming? I, don't, I think as big of a control freak as John Cohen is, oh. no. Oh. I don't. So you you think the days of Hugh Freeze kind of not shooting off at the hip. But, but he wasn't some, even like that at Ole Miss. No, but I felt like he, because of his approach, he always seemed to have quotes, even if they were goofy and like you could make fun of them. But like his his kind of... You can still do that. His His... What's the right word? Uh, I hate to use evangelical, but like the the way he would kind of parade through the state, right? And mm-hmm. the and the all the appearances and all that. I just thought he was charactery. He was. We don't have a lot of that in the SEC as much right now. You're right. I mean, I'd go Lane and and Jimbo and Jimbo and Freeze. Yeah, that they they could, and maybe Pittman, but those are the three most interesting that you can get um, some kind of sound mm-hmm. audio from. And we're we're here for that. And they'll win enough to be interesting. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't. I think Pittman's thing is over, but uh, not over. But but lost both your coordinators. Yeah, you we've just slept on special that. guys that uh, you're not going to be able to replace. And so, 
Lane and Hugh can win enough. I don't know if Jimbo can either. Interesting. Out of those four. But Jimbo's losing is higher profile than Pittman's because Jimbo's doing it for $10 million a game. Right. Now, they did, <laughs> they did, they did give Sam Pittman a fat contract. They did. And they did not want to do it. You could tell they... Rock in a hard place? Yeah. He won just enough. And big win against Texas at home. Yeah. Had the fan. He Pittman's a great example of the Matt Luke approach where he has the fan base wrapped around his finger. He does. They love him. They love Because if Sam you can Pittman. do... First of all, the barbecue circuit thing is uh, it's time to put that to bed. No, no, no. Like, I'll, just, not a I'll fan? just be honest. Not a fan. That's the silliest stuff. I mean, well, I'll just go ahead. The, the road dog tour starts, I think, today for Mississippi State. That's a waste of Zach Arnett's time. Uh, don't do it anymore. It is. It's time to do away. That worked in <laughs> 1993. Zach Arnett needs to be focused on 15 other things rather than doing a road dog tour. It's for people over 60 years old who give 800 bucks a year who want to stand up at a, you know, out wherever and at a barbecue event and ask the question about the outside line, uh, the the second string outside linebacker. It's a waste of time in this league. That's so brutal and only gotten better with freeze at Auburn and Brian Kelly at LSU. That's a waste of our next time. I'm with you. It is that, that thing rolled out in 1978 made perfect sense. 85, 90, Billy Brewer, Jackie Sherrill. I get it. Sherrill and Tuberville. Got it. Now we all have iPhones. People can listen to the best show. This either you can stream it live or hit it on podcast. It's you're wasting your head coach's time. And, and, and in a day and age where every hour counts and where the portal opened up on Saturday, you're wasting Zach Arnett's time. I don't even know how, how many towns or cities it is. Let's say it's eight. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, if I'm Zach Selman and I'm not, and again, he's not going to ask me and I don't blame him, I'd do away with that bad boy. And if I'm Zach Arnett, I go to Zach Selman after this one and go, I appreciate it and I'm going to be, because Zach is much more out than Leach. Uh, and, and he's, you know, Zach's got, he's a, he's a magnet. I mean, he's got a lot of relatability factor and the kids love him. Uh, and the fans love him. I mean, I saw him. I ran into him at, Walking through the thing on Saturday. He's shaking hands. He gets mm-hmm. it. The road or the Rebels tour. I don't even know what it, whatever it's called. The Rebels road tour or the, the road dogs tour. Waste of time for your coach. I don't even know if Kiffin does it. He, he Well, I mean, he would have the, the kind of statures, not the, but because he's been around just to say, hell no, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not going to X, Y, and Z town so that 80 people can show up. And when I could be doing a lot of other things, you may disagree. Uh, no, I'm with you because it we're in a modern era, outdated, antiquated, and time to you, do away with it. You're not. It's it's really about fundraising, right? That's the idea. It's like the Road Dogs tour, the not. Red Rebs tour. In, in but wasn't that the the basis of well, it? Well, no, as it a, was because the only only place when it started. Let's just say it started in 1977. I'm just throwing this yeah, out, like yeah, because Coach Paul Bear Bryant was the only one that flew around with the with the media members because he was the dude back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can read about that in the book. But but the point is, Blake, it was a way because the only other way to get info was to read the newspaper the next day. Yep. 
And also, people, we were rustic rural and people didn't go to games as much. So it was the only time to see your coach once Correct. a year. Yeah. So when Steve Sloan and, and Emery Ballard did it in 1981, it made sense. And when Billy Brewer and Rocky Felker did it in 87, it made sense. And Cheryl and Brewer in 93, it makes no sense now. Yeah. I'm and you are I'm t- I'm in, a, in, a, in a league where you're trying to find, I'm talking about a millimeter edge. You're wasting Zach Arnett's time. If every edge now, counts, what do you think of Kiffin not giving or giving up his three practices? I, that surprises me. It does. I mean, because you're not hitting each other. You just need to be repping and learning more. And your 10 assistant coaches need to be developing and coaching more. That does surprise me. So, uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by MSSmarthomes.com. Chris Labonis at 1015 on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We have some personalities now, SEC football. Obviously, Lane's not going to stop talking, which is great for my show. Please continue. Uh, and taking another shot at Jimbo Fisher. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, Jimbo Fisher's not. Yeah, this is Jimbo. Let us know last week. It's 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 about fundamentals. If they'll just get the fundamentals down, they'll start winning. Okay. Um, I mean, you go five and seven with that talent. And Mike Leach runs you off the field with a, what I would call a solid MSU football team. Definitely didn't have a, an absolute dude on any, either side of the football, which I think they have a chance to have this year for the first time in several years. Um, and then Hugh Freeze. We'll see if what Freeze does. He needs to stay out of people's DMs. I don't, I don't know. Well, there's a long time between now and Labor Day. So I can't <laughs> I can't tell you how that will will look. And who else did we mention? Or as our characters? Oh, Pittman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so it's so it's Lane Train, Hugh Freeze, Sam Pittman, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, I like all, all four are really good for our business. So I, I like it. And it's all in the you know, West. It, it is all in the West. I'm just saying <laughs> the, the East, East has boring. been boring and it's always been boring. Yeah. Uh, Mark try, Rick was to, boring. Oh, God. Don't get me started. Uh, other than Steve Spurrier Jr., Blake, at South Carolina and Florida. Not Junior. Well, Steve yeah. Spurrier Sr. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the real Steve. The Steve Spurrier who won. Well, the real Steve Spurrier. And, uh, head coach. All right. One of, the, one of the greatest of all time. Other than Spurrier at Florida and South Carolina. I'm trying to think. I mean, I'll, okay, Will Muschamp, for other reasons, to me, is actually entertaining because he's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, Florida and South Carolina. And, like, he would just say dumb things. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. You know, he, he was always all hopped up. He looked like he had just done 10 lines of coffee. Uh, well, I saw you had an energy drink in your hand um, over the weekend. It, it was like Muschamp 
was always coming off of energy drink number 12. Do you think Zach Arnett drinks energy drinks? Hell yeah. He seems like a guy That guy's ready him. to roll. He feels like a strength and conditioning coach. I mean, and yet you sit down with Zach, which I've been able to do, and he's very articulate. Like, and so, well, he looks yeah. like a former linebacker, okay, but in college football. And behaves like one But he's times. a thinker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, 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 he's... Will Muschamp is something. Um, and he was a defensive player, too. I guess he was in the secondary, along with Kirby. He was. In Georgia, yeah. Uh, under Jim Donnan. Jim Donnan. So, but if you go through the coaches recently. It's more West. It's all, yeah, correct. Tuberville, Cheryl. Oh, Tubbs. Uh, I mean, Leach, obviously. A walking enigma. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No but doubt. even Mullen was entertaining. Before. He was. I mean, especially when he and Freeze got going. Yeah. And things got way too toxic. Yeah. That was. Yeah. It's too toxic. <laughs> oh, man. That's in that great. It's too Thank toxic. Thank God it's not toxic anymore. I, well, it's it when 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 Ole Miss wins, it's not too toxic. When they don't, it's too toxic. Uh, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Speaking of, two guys that are not toxic. Two of our friends. Nick Fulton with USA Pawn, and Dave Bartu, uh, the numbers nerd, had dinner last night somewhere in or outside of Portland, and Fulton had been, uh, Nick Fulton had had been texting me the last few days saying, it looks like I'm, I'm going to, it's going to line up, and I'm going to go to dinner with Bartu, and I'm, I'm glad that they got to hang out, out there, and uh, chew the fat, and, and have dinner, and that's fun. Two, two of our friends, uh, two good dudes, and they got to know each other through the show. And we're hoping, you know, Bartu comes in town maybe early May. Yeah, a little football preview action. Man. Well, we could go to Pearl River Resort and the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and, like you said, do a bunch of previews and futures and win totals and all that kind of fun stuff. And then golf, Philip M's, Mom and M's, and just, it's yeah. a big party. I got to put my 18-leg win total parlay down. You damn right yeah, you do. Got to get that on. Speaking of South things, Carolina to upset Georgia and win the East. <laughs> you feeling the Beamer train? I thought it was Mark Stoops season. Mark, oh, I, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> Although, I, I know they I know they pulled uh, Devin Leary from NC State, but they, right. don't, they don't believe in scoring touchdowns. That's right. That, there's no doubt. Uh, speaking of someone who did not believe in scoring touchdowns, did you know that today, today is the 24th anniversary of one of the most infamous trades in NFL draft history? Hold on. 24th? Yep. Ricky Williams? Ricky Williams, baby. Yeah. Mike Dicka gives up eight picks on April 17th. <laughs> eight picks for a running back. April 17th, 1999, Mike Ditka moves off of the number 12 pick, the rest of their picks in the 99 draft, and the 2000 first and third rounders okay. to select Ricky Williams Number five. Uh, Mike Ditka never left 1964. No, we talked to Mike Dettelier about this last week, I think, or two weeks ago when he was giving draft stories. It's just, it popped up that that was this day in sports. Mike was lucky that he had an unbelievable defensive coordinator yep. and an unbelievable general, general manager with the Chicago Bears. And I was at the Super Bowl when they won over the Patriots. And he was just, he's kind of the Ed Ogeron of the NFL, to be oh. honest, Blake. Oh, no. Why you got to say it like that? You know, Jim McMahon goes, I, I had him on the show a couple of years ago. Um, uh, former Bears and BYU quarterback. And he goes to the Steve Azar event in the Delta every year in June. Mm -hmm. And 
McMahon drinks Coors Light. Of course he does. Which which is great. War right? headband. I mean, he's yeah. a legend. Right? And the Blue Mountains. And he had had a couple of Coors Lights. Now, he's a funny dude, okay? You got to get him in the right spot. But, I mean, we're in the middle of the Delta. It's fun weekend. It's just a big party. And he's, he actually dropped his guard and talked about if Mike Ditka would have thrown the damn football, mm-hmm. they would have won. You know, he had a guy named Willie Galt, Blake, who could flat out fly, come yep. out of Tennessee. Yep. And he was a track athlete, too, at Tennessee. And, of course, they didn't use him. But they used him more than Chicago. I'm talking about the balls. Yes. Not, yeah. There was no Titans back then in the 80s. And I'll be damned if uh, Mike Ditka and, and Jim McMahon had thrown it around at a ridiculous high level under Lavelle Edwards at yep. BYU. And Ditka was going to run the ball. And, and look, Walter Payton was a great player, okay? One of my favorite ever. But if they would have mixed it up a little bit, well, that's they would have the won another Super Bowl. The fact you had McMahon, Walter Payton, and Galt, and you still didn't do anything offensively is... Right. is but that's peak old-school football. Man. It is. I mean, the, the Rebels and the Dogs were doing the same thing at the oh, collegiate I, I level know. all day. I know. I, I mean, know. Ole Miss always threw it a little bit more, but they did go through... T- you know, that was what happened with Brewer. I mean, he, he committed to, you know, a more... I mean, he, Brewer always won the Egg Bowl, okay? So he was going to hang around, mm-hmm. okay? And, and he did have a couple of you know, good years, but, but when they were running an offense, Shane Matthews looked at it and said, no, I'm going to Florida and Peyton Manning. There was a little bit of a probation too, but, but Peyton wasn't going to go to that offense too. Those were two Ole Miss legacies. Shane Matthews, his dad was the, at that time, the head football coach at Pascagoula. Yeah. And they were rolling people, dude, 87, whatever year that, I don't know, 87, 88, he and Terrell, uh, Terrell Buckley. Did I get that right? Yeah. Um, and it was a bunch of dudes down there. Uh, I don't know how we got off on that, but it was fun. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, uh, brought to you by USA Pawn and their mega, mega, mega store, I-55 South McDowell Road, usapawn.com. Not your typical pawn store, that's for sure. I mean, they run it at a very, very high level, and you can see it right when you walk in any of their six stores, especially the mega store, which is now over 35,000 square feet. Let's go to the Dakota Jordan audio, and he references Michael Jordan. Dakota Jordan is the toast of the town for Mississippi State fans this weekend. Um, again, he and J- Jacob Gonzalez from Ole Miss, best two players on the field this weekend, and they both showed out, showed up, showed out. Remarkable talents, remarkable talents. But Dakota Jordan, with all the pressure on the world, in the world, struck out on Friday night to end the game, and MSU lost. It wasn't totally his fault. 30 other things could have happened. But the bottom line is he was the last player at the plate. Then he comes up again in a pressure moment where they've lost the lead uh, in the top of the ninth with runners on and he got it done. But this is what he said after Friday night's game. Uh, actually, I was, I wanted to be up there, you know. I was just saying, Hunter, get me up there, you know. Michael Jordan always wanted to be that guy to save save the game or you know, make a big shot, and he fell. He fell a lot. You know, I wanted to be that guy up there to get the job done, but it didn't happen, so move on to the next. And he did. That's not as easy as he just said, okay? Think about all the great baseball players that we know at the Major League Baseball level that get in a funk and can't get out of it. He had to turn it around in less than 24 hours, 
in front of the biggest crowd in the history of NCAA baseball. I mean, the young man's got poise and composure. Now, you know, everybody that's listening that's known about him since he was eight years old knows that he has the it factor, but that's easier said than done after you've struck out the night before as a true freshman after you were yanked out of the lineup, and you shouldn't have been. And then now you're hitting like 430 in this short amount of time or whatever it is. And boom, you get the game-winning hit in the bottom of the ninth in front of 17,000 people who desperately needed a win. Like How? He was carrying kind of the weight of the the winning streak. The program. Yeah. Yeah. The program hasn't won like they should the last 15 months. And then he and Mershon, among others, turn it. And now they've got a little momentum. How about the... I don't know what you want to call it. Mental makeup, the just approach to say, as a freshman, saying, I want this moment. I want this opportunity. I want to be able to stand in that in that batter's box when everything's on the line. You know who that reminded me a lot of? And I again, it's a cliche to say, but Tanner Allen talked about that a lot. And I'm not saying Dakota Jordan's Tanner Allen, but Tanner Allen talked about you have to want the moment and be prepared for the moment because then once it shows up, it's just another moment. And you kind of could tell this is a 19-year-old kid who stood there and said, or sat there and said, after a loss with everything on the line, and these kids are not dumb. They know what's on the line for Chris Lamontis. They know what's on the line for Mississippi State. To sit there and say, I wanted the opportunity and failure is part of it and we're just going to go out and we're going to want the opportunity again. I just how many people how many people can do that at whatever age they are in their own industry? It's minuscule. Not it's, easy. It's nobody. And so for him to do that at 19 years old, it's incredible. Started in the three hole to start the year with all the hype. He was the most hyped dude in the class. Yeah. Even over Gerangelo and Lofton and well, Highfield. You see him every day, right? And he's local. It, and he's local in the in the major market. It, it, the only one in this. Okay. And then he's yanked out of the lineup, then put back in, and then he's on fire. He strikes out, and then he gets the game-winning hit on Saturday and hits a three-run bomb on Sunday. Oh, and also made a play out in the field uh, that was ridiculous. And would have scored at least one for Ole Miss, and who knows what it leads to. Right. Yeah. That. Let me ask and you And he this. did that last weekend against uh, Alabama in the – in the outfield too. We've talked about the lack of the the kind of alpha leadership for Mississippi State, and you could argue there's been not to that extent for Ole Miss, but it, it, on the mound there hasn't been a guy that's gone and gotten it for Ole Miss on the mound. You have Jacob Gonzalez, and you have Kim. He's Alderman, a quiet dude. Do, it's Shatnier. Yeah, who who or do it Chatney. on the plate? But Ole Miss hasn't had that guy on the mound this year. Oh yeah, and and Mississippi State. It seems like this past weekend, and really the last two to three weekends, two to three weeks, you're seeing Dakota Jordan kind of take that step into that role. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's Highfield's club, it's Dakota Jordan's world. And they'll both, that, that will work for both of them. You see where I'm going? Yeah, no, I'm with, I, I think Dakota's, you're seeing that mental makeup to me. That's, that's a leadership makeup. It is. That's just not, that's not a guy who's just there to play baseball. No. That's a guy who takes and, and a lot with of times. Him. I don't want. It's been easy for him until okay. I mean, look, 
he's dominated since he walked out there at five years old. It's not the Jake Mangum story who no, was under this different deal. Yeah, absolutely. Even though Jake was totally a, hell, different. a hell of a player growing up, it's just a, this guy. People have been talking about this young man forever and ever. Uh, I mean, you could argue he's the best prospect to ever come out of the state. You know, boy, that's ooh. yeah. Ooh. Well, you just told Gosh. me he was the sixteenth outfielder on perfect game in the country. That is rarefied yeah. air. Yeah, he was the second rated player in the state. And we know how see. big travel ball is. It's millions and millions of kids playing. Yeah, between thirteen and seventeen years old. I mean, it, even it's going to be but. interesting to see what what he turns into as as his season finish. I mean. This is crazy. We've talked about this. There's still five SEC series left. I feel like we've played six months of baseball. You know why? Because these two programs live and die with every single pitch. And it's been so much losing, it's felt longer. It's been weird. Yeah. Coming off the highest of the high and the climax of winning the national championship and then like almost forgetting how to play to a certain extent. And... You know, the same thing happened in football, Blake. Mm-hmm. For years, Mississippi, it wasn't a rivalry. And then Jackie Sherrill came in. In the last 30 years, it's even. Mike Bianco walks in 23 seasons ago and disrupts Mississippi State baseball. Mm-hmm. Jackie Sherrill disrupted Ole Miss football. Made it a right, and now it is, it is at each other's yeah. jugular every single pitch inning game. Absolutely. When I was growing up, wasn't none of my buddies yeah. even knew that Ole Miss had a baseball team. I I get it. I understand. Let me ask you this question. We'll because- have Chris, real quick. We'll have Chris Lamonis at ten fifteen. That's after our show, but you can watch it on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports ten fifteen head baseball coach MSU Chris Lamonis. Go ahead. Uh, so. Obviously, on the field took precedent this weekend for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. But not only was the attendance crazy this weekend, which leads to one question, did they build it too small? But the second question is, when you were out there, we didn't get to talk about this earlier, but uh, did you did you partake in some quality vittles? I did. Out in the lounge? Peaster cooked a feast on Friday. Friday, and I went out there and smacked. He had all sorts of things going on. Uh, Give me a little, t- a little tease. Jambalaya, oh. pork tenderloin, oh. um, chicken thighs. Uh, it was, it was. Then I went down to this other place. They invited me through the show, and I had some deer sausage oh. and cheese and oh. things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was fire out there. And then I went into the uh, chair to the. St- to the ballpark. To the suites? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I did. Right, it's a good life to live. It is. Uh, I saw, I met uh, Chad Dacus. Uh, who Do is, I know him? He's the one tortilla grill guy. He's the guy with the really long gray beard. Oh, yeah. He's right in center. It's where John Mangum used to stand right behind his yeah. grill. Right in center field. Did you get any picks? Uh, I, well, I did not. We talked. So I met him at the SIGEP house. He's the SIGEP chapter advisor. But <laughs> the fact that. You didn't get any picks for me to I'm sorry. push out. So, so Mississippi State alums and fans in baseball have created the best culinary experience. There's no doubt. In all of collegiate athletics. What is on those grills throughout the weekend 
no one else touches in any other sport in from Los Angeles to New York. There's no doubt. And I, my point of that was Chad had a pheasant going on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. They were doing smoked pheasant on Saturday, among many other things. Did you have some? I didn't make it back there. Uh, I was there as before the game was getting started, and then it literally it took me 20 minutes to walk from like that spot to Hobie's spot, which was like 10 feet away. I saw the governor go foul pole to foul pole, and I thought, damn, that's impressive. Um, I tried. I went to, to Peaster's rig and this other person. They, they were both in left field. I, for the first time this year, I didn't make it to center or right field. It took me because l- I just wasn't going. First of all, it's a lot of people for me. It's a lot of people. And they're really close to me. <laughs> and I walked about 15 feet. Nobody was moving. And I thought, I'm not doing it. It was an absolute rodeo. I'm, I'm not. And it looked awesome. And the crowd was so amazing. And what Mississippi's, they've done it and they've been doing it for decades, but they've now done it. They've taken it to another level. There's nobody close. Does it need to be bigger? Is there not enough space? Yes, but I don't blame that on Scott Strickland because when Scott was doing it, people were hammering him for building it too big. There's not enough chairs, not enough seats. No, and, just the and, truth. And, you know, Zach Selman and his team will, will need to decide if they can drop another five to 700 on each side, down each sideline mm-hmm. of chairbacks. Yeah. And some more suites. Arkansas ended up building. Oh, damn it, Blake. What'd they build? Like 60 of them in baseball? Smart. Mississippi State has a list five miles long I've heard of people who want suites. 10 year waiting list. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have one, you're you're not getting one. It's all but about knowing people. It is. Uh, That's what I've lived and, my life. And they on. could build three, two, three more loft things, Ooh. and those would be full. Correct. I mean, heck, Dax on the list, as he should be. He should get the first one available, regardless That's... of who's next. But uh, that's crazy. I don't know. That's a great question. How do you? I'm not an architect. I'll let Wareburner figure that out. And they, it, at what point do it's old... a beautiful, beautiful place, man? There. The line of sight and all that, I mean, it's it's really well done. Can Ole Miss get a new stadium? Is it possible? Well, they'd have to uh, tear it down and rebuild yeah, it. Yeah, and it the would cost spot. them a hundred and fifty plus million, but probably see they've done the add on, add on, add on, add on. So it's not the newer way that ballparks look like the Braves ballpark or Mississippi mm-hmm. State's. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have to tear it down and. It'd be two hundred million. Look, the buy-ins there, and they don't. Have, I mean, that's 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 the the buy. They've, they've still got to do the deal at Vault Hemingway. Yeah, and which is the number one thing. Well, it does football. Yeah. Football, even though what we went through last weekend with Mississippi State and Ole Miss, I'd love to see the streaming numbers. For, yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, for for the weekend between all the Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans that were streaming it throughout the southeast and country to that for that matter. Uh, but they they've got to do their Vault Hemingway stuff first. It's not gonna fair enough. And no, now that it. everything's tripled in the construction world post COVID, I mean, when do you think that's coming back? The yeah. Out of Bounds <laughs> Show is brought to you by Went McGee, MortgageManMS.com. dot com. Get qualified uh, before you get deep into the market because you're not going to have much time. Whether it's Jackson Madison. Rankin County or Starkville, Oxford. I mean, you literally have about 20 seconds to make a decision. 
And for those of you, yeah, you just have to. So mortgagemanms.com. He'll get you qualified, get you set up, and then you can uh, grab the condo or home or whatever it is you want. Mortgagemanms.com. Uh, don't forget that uh, Spring Street Cigars is open in Meridian. Fantastic new cigar shop in Meridian. And they're in Starkville, Kosciuszko, Oxford, Tupelo, and DeSoto County. Spring Street Cigars is open in Meridian. You can you can smoke cigars at all of their shops because they have a lounge, too. It's really cool. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we'd love for you to tune in and... 15, 20 minutes to YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We'll have Chris Lamonis on. In about an hour and change, it'll be on Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds Sports. But if you want to watch it live, go to YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We'll have Chris Lamonis on at 1015. He'll join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, presented by Bulldog Burger. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.